Access granted. Entering now. Welcome to the Lodge Trip Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Lodge Trip Show. We have a special guest and a friend on the show today, CJ Procise. CJ Procise is a Notre Dame alum who is very versatile as a wide receiver, running back, and on special teams. He got drafted by the Seattle Seahawks back in 2016. Then after being there for three years, he was traded to the Texans, then to the Buccaneers in 2020, which would lead him to being part of a huge Super Bowl win to put under his belt. Today on the show, we will be getting to know the life of C.J. Procise and his life in the NFL on and off the field. The setbacks, the comebacks, and diving deep into the mind of a relentless athlete that doesn't let adversity take him out of the game, who keeps coming back stronger and better after each season. CJ. Hello. What's going on, brother? What's up, bro? bro. Welcome to the podcast, doing? brother. Hell yeah. My bad. I was just in a doctor's appointment. Got done with. Oh, you're good. You're good. How you been? Oh, yeah. I'm good, man. I'm been good. It's good to hear, man. Good to hear. Yeah. Um, for all the people uh, that are listening here um, that might not know who you are, um, which I've talked about you to a lot of people that um, are in diverse worlds, but um, give a little insight about who Mr. CJ is people that are listening. Uh, man, uh, CJ Procise from uh, Petersburg, Virginia. You know, went to Notre Dame, University of Notre Dame College. Uh, you know, now playing for Seattle Seahawks, running back for Seattle Seahawks, you know, just living, living my best life and having a head, I don't know, and, you know, having a great time and just, you know, trying to finish out the season strong and have a big year. That's good, man. That's good. Uh, I know, uh, you and I crossed paths, uh, that almost, it almost feels like I've known you for like years and years and years. Um, same with, uh, you know, I know I've talked about you on uh, Mirror's podcast, but, um, you know, it's just uh, you're, you're a class act guy. You're a good man. You're humble and keep a good head on your shoulders. And it's one thing you can say about being in the in any sport, doesn't matter what it is, of just like, you know, staying true to you. And that's a huge respect to you. And it's admirable. Yeah, for, y'all, for sure, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of going a little depth about uh, about you and when you first started. Um, cause I don't really don't, I feel like this with having podcasts like this, you get to know a little bit more about, uh, the brothers around you. So kind of going into depth about kind of like when you first, uh, like when you first started, like when you were little and kind of what kind of brought you to this, this, uh, ultimate, you know, top level of, uh, your profession. Oh man, you know, just when I was young, you know, just football was kind of always the, you know, what everybody did, you know, my big bros, big brothers, I had two big brothers. They, uh, Got two big brothers. They they uh they played. And I was always watching them. So, you know, at four years old, I started playing football in the dirt. Uh, watching them play. You know, I was on the flag football team, and then by five, I was running the ball, and you know that was really all she wrote from there. So just from then on, you know, it was always I want to go play in the NFL. You know, that's, that that was that was a dream. That was a goal. And you know, along the way, you know, things changed a little bit. You know, my basketball came into play other sports and stuff but and in the end football kind of always was the 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 NFL is kind of always the end goal yeah that's good man so it's kind of like what kind of talking into like who got you started do you have any like key figures like in your life uh mentors family um you know other athletes that you know kind of helped you along the way of kind of you know being able to assist you and be there right by your side to you know that you would give tribute to uh, I mean, you know, like like I said, like my my big brothers, I definitely, you know, they had a lot of influence on me when I was, you know, just growing up. You know, they kind of they kind of showed me the way. Uh, and I mean, I mean, I guess athletes that I kind of looked up to. You know, I mean, I was you know, I'm a Virginia guy, so uh, you know, Allen Iris and Michael Vick, those are my two idols, really. Every you know, whatever they did on the on the field, that was what on the court, whatever that was what I tried to you know want to emulate and be like. So. Really, you know, that was uh, those two kind of role models growing up. That was being from Virginia. That was the, you know, that's what you wanted to be. Yeah, you're Virginia boy. Virginia boy. Yeah, 
I love it. Uh, whereabouts in Virginia are you from, CJ? Uh, so Petersburg, Virginia, so south of Richmond, about 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes south of Richmond. Yeah, so I, uh, I have a bunch of buddies that are now outdoors-wise. I know you and I have talked about going bass fishing here soon, so that's one thing that I'm still holding you accountable for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we definitely got to get out there for sure. Yeah, no, I, I've been talking yeah. to uh, some guys uh, and other sports and stuff, and really the biggest thing is to be able to, um, you know, ex- pretty much expose the outdoors to a lot of these guys that play in professional sports um, in the mainstream, yeah. especially just because, I mean, the thing is, is like, you know, you got to, you have all that stuff, the media, everything else. And, you know, the things that you see might be negative and might be positive, but more times than not, there's a lot more negativity and there is positivity and to be able to get your mind right outside of your own sport and to be able to expose yourself to something that, you know, you can just, it's like a form of meditation, I would say, but it's just to like get out there and, you know, go do something outdoors wise. And that's one thing I've seen benefit of with a lot of the guys, especially in the NFL, uh, just to be able to just to take these guys out and do something fun that they can just get their mind off of. Right. Yeah. No, that definitely, that definitely sounds good. You know, we, you know, we always, we got a lot of stuff going on, you know, just within, you know, within us, like, you know, within our jobs, you know, on the field and also off the field. Just be sudden, it's always good to you know, just kind of lay back, you know, kick back and enjoy the time to ourselves and being outside. So that's definitely, you know, definitely yeah. great. And something we always we talk about, we definitely got to get, get out there and get, get one of those sessions in for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, so, do you, uh, what would you um, say is your experience of being in uh, the NFL and seeing guys around you? Um, everybody has like their different takes of you know, some of the things that can distract you, things that can kind of take you off course. But what have you seen uh, since your, you know, firsthand experience of just being around uh, the block, of just kind of seeing, like, the, the things that can take, like, you know, the things that you get exposed to within the sport that, you know, might, uh, that guys that are either aspiring to be in the NFL, um, guys that, you know, I know that are probably going to go out of the draft, uh, what would you say the things that, to be able to look out for and to be able to keep your head on straight? Because I know that you're, you do a good job at that. And to be able to you model, have them model off of a guy like you, um, what would be your advice to them, um, to the people that are either in the league or that, you know, are going to be in the league? Yeah, I mean, I mean, for, uh, I guess I think I would say, you know, just try to, you know, be yourself. Don't, you know, don't try to, you know, copy or, I mean, you want to, you want to look, you want to kind of follow, you know, the path that some of the vets set in, in ways, you know, what they, how they take care of their body and then, you know, their routines as far as, you know, how they get better and, you know, just as far as, you know, taking care of their bodies and their body maintenance and stuff like that. And, but you also want to, you know, as far as, you know, other things like, you know, budgeting and money-wise, you want to make sure you want to be your own person. and You want to make sure you, you're you not trying to, you know, be somebody that that you're not because you know, a lot of guys in the league, you know, they come in and they see these guys with all these cars, and, you know, all this jewelry and stuff. And they want to be like those guys, but, you know, they might not have those guys' money yet. So, you know, they, they, they can't be doing all that, you know, especially when they first come into the league. You gotta you gotta have you know, you gotta stay within your means. I mean of course, you know, go enjoy yourself and you know, don't, I'm not trying to say like I mean, you know, don't don't go enjoy yourself, but you know, you definitely just, you know, stay within your means, be smart and, you know, just you know, kinda have a plan and not just just try not to do the most because, you know, a lot of I see a lot of guys come in and they wanna try to compete with, you know, a vet who's been in the league for eight years, you're not going to, you know, I mean, those guys, you know, they, 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 they've been around the block and they know, they know how to, you know, they know how to handle their money. They know what they're doing with themselves. So, you know, don't, you know, don't try to, you know, copy somebody else, you know, unless it's, you know, you're trying to copy their body maintenance or, you know, how to take care of their body. Cause that's really the stuff you need to be looking after when you, when you're trying to emulate these vets because, you know, those are guys, they know how to, they know how to stay in the league. Yeah, that's that's well said, my friend. And that's one thing is you've probably seen it even from the inside. And and that's the thing is is that most people don't don't understand that of where, you know, guys come in and they never come back out the same. You know, and guys change. They don't end up, you know, being who they are. And really the the whole point of everything is to, you know, stay who you are. And, you know, I know how it's hard because some guys come out of you know, bad areas, you know, they, they go into the sport and they're like, wow, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to buy my mom this and buy my dad this and buy my brother this and buy my, 
my hometown friends, you know, this, you know, and everything else, but it's the finances that have been the huge thing. And obviously I know that, uh, you know, Amir, um, Carlisle, you know, just talking to him and bringing on the podcast too. And, you know, he, he has a lot of, uh, aspiring goals to be able to give back to, you know, the sport that built him and all of his buddies that, you know, play in the league, including you. And, uh, I think that that's cool, you know, to be able to at least be there to help, um, and to put some you know, financial education out there. And on top of it, just to even just have mentors, man. I mean, I, I, I hear it all the time is like, you know, that's one thing that, you know, many sports can get better at. It's not just NFL, you know, and it just it comes down to is like those guys that have been around the block that had the eight, 10, 15 years of being in the league. I mean, 15 is quite a bit, but uh, you know, and then being there for the rookies and being able to be there to, to guide them and to help them out of being like, Hey man, probably shouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah. You probably should not do this because right. you might be in TMZ tomorrow. Uh, you know, and just like making right. sure they, they keep those, those core, uh, that core foundation there to where they can be able to have a successful career, um, even if it's short or if it's long, but at least they'll have something outside waiting for them um, after they're done with their sport. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of even going into your, because I know you uh, played at Notre Dame, and I always say this to uh, uh, Amir and Malik, I'm like, geez, man, you must – must be something about these Notre Dame guys. Like they all seem like good, like they always seem like my, my boys over here. It's like, they're all good dudes. And, you know, it's just almost makes me like a, even a Notre Dame fan, even though I have other colleges that, you know, I've, I've been a Florida state fan for a while just cause I went there, but you know, it might be, you guys might've just put me over on the dark side over here. So I might be a Notre Dame fan yeah. now going forward. <laughs> uh, but yeah. kind of going to a little bit of your experience playing football at Notre Dame. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I, uh, in my mind, I mean, Notre Dame was kind of, you know, it was a, um, I don't know, it, it started off, you know, it was just a lot, a lot going on for me because I started off playing safety. Uh, my freshman year, I got moved to linebacker. And then after my freshman year, I got moved to receiver, uh, played receiver for a couple of years. And then ultimately, my, my final year at Notre Dame, my senior year, I got moved to running back. So it was, I was kind of all, all over the place. I had a lot of different experiences, you know, just a lot of different coaches. Uh, I mean, and it was great. You know, I mean, everybody, uh, I think, you know, when I really got into receiver group, that's kind of where I locked in and had, a, I think, a lot of success. And that's really where I found, you know. But, yeah, my, my bad. I said, I said, you know, my, my, my time in Notre Dame was I was all over the place. I uh, started at safety. Uh, got moved to linebacker and then ultimately got you know, I went to receiver and ultimately got moved to running back my senior year. And I just I was saying you know, that uh, a lot of my, you know, a lot of my friends and all my boys, you know, all receivers, all the receivers in Notre Dame. So that's, you know, we're still boys to this day. But uh, in my experience there was just, you know, I really, that really taught me just the, the, the I guess the, the grind mentality that, you know, you know, just never, just never quit. Cause, you know, you don't know when your opportunity is going to come. Uh, you know, I had no idea, you know, going to my senior year that I was going to be the starting running back. You know, the starter goes down after the second drive of the game, the first game. So, it's, you know, I'm here I am. I'm just coming from receiver and now I'm playing running back. And now the 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 seasons are kind of on my shoulders as far as, you know, our offense. You know, what are we going to do? We need a running back. You know, and I had to step in and make make a lot of plays. And, you know, it's kind of from, from there, my, my whole career, I guess, kind of just shot uh, – skyrocketed so you know uh it, I mean my 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 career in the game was great you know it it was un unconventional I would say uh I, I mean but everybody has a different path you know God has a plan and I stuck to stuck to the path uh and I just you know, kept kept just, just kept working really just kept grinding and everything paid off in the end I love that brother I love that you know I uh talk about you're still friends to the end I mean that, that just goes to show with you know what do you have in the relationships with you know all the core guys that you played around I mean that's cool when you can see that you know that friendship and brotherhood carry on even past the playing days of the you know the, the college realm so just respect man I mean it's just cool to see that that tight-knit circle of guys that are all good dudes and guys all play together and you stick together till the end I mean that's that's uh, cool when you can see that happen um yeah, yeah um so kind of even going into your career um playing I know that you went through some setbacks uh you know some things that were obstacles that you know other players also do go through and I, I know that the answer to this you can just go on forever I mean this is all about you and 
podcast is, you know, about you and your story and everything else. So, you know, don't think you're talking too long because uh, the abroad some major league baseball guys and they're just like, yeah, man, sorry. I, I was talking too much. I'm like, Hey, no, 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 you're good, dude. Like, this is all about you. You talk about it and I'm, I'm just sitting here listening and everybody else is. So, uh, kind of go yeah. into when you got drafted, uh, kind of go into like your chronological order of like, you know, the things that happened, um, and the things that, you know, that were good, the bad, and what kind of set you up in your own mindset, because you came from, you know, you know, humble beginnings. I mean, honestly, I mean, and just, and yeah. you've went a long ways in your career. So I, I love to hear this. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I guess, I, I guess I'll go back to when I, you know, I, after, after my, uh, last game of Notre Dame to declare for the draft. And then I guess, you know, from there, I, uh, I was down and, um, I had, I had to go back to actually had to finish school. So I was at Notre Dame training. I was in Chicago training about driving back and forth to, to finish my classes every, so I was being Notre Dame for like three days and then I'll drive up to Chicago for the rest of the week. Uh, did, you know, did that for the, the, the combine process, training process. And then, uh, Draft came, you got you know Seattle, Seattle call. I was waiting on draft day. Uh, second day felt like forever, and then Seattle finally called me at night. Uh, I got, I mean, once I got the call from Brandon Washington, I had no idea, you know, what what team that we even was because I didn't know what Washington. I didn't know the state of. I never heard it. Really didn't never, didn't know what the state of Washington really had, honestly. Um, and then you know get get out here, get out here, and it's. I mean, it's a whole. I guess, I guess you could say culture shock. I mean, it's a literally the whole different side of the country. Uh, all new people. I mean, just learning a whole a whole new system. Uh, but it was. I mean, it was. It was. A, it was a, I mean, it was an amazing experience. I was excited just to be out here, uh, to be with. I mean, an organization as as good as the Seahawks. They're just coming off of you know, two. Like they just. I mean, the year got, year got drafted. They were, I think they were two years out from the Super Bowl. So I mean, they were still. Still, still a top tier team. I mean, we're, and we're just uh, and there's a, there's a lot of competition when I got here, and so I was just excited that I was gonna be a part of it. And I knew how I knew how good of a player I was gonna be able to be. And then uh, yeah, and then you know, kind of get to the season starts. Uh, had a, had a few little setbacks at the beginning of the season, but everything was going pretty smoothly. And then you know, this rookie season went pretty well, and, and ended up getting a little banged up by the end of it. But uh, I mean, really, I mean, it started off pretty pretty good, and then you know, just has had some setbacks, and then from there, a couple, couple more setbacks. It was really I mean, kind of fast forward to now, I guess. Uh, you know, it's time now. You know, I'm fully, you know, really healthy, uh, hundred percent, and just ready for the, ready for the next opportunity, and ready, ready to go out there and play. So, you know, it was, the draft process is crazy because you know, it's just you know, really a dream come true. Cause, you know, you really won't want you in it. You just you really don't know. Uh, it it goes by so fast. You really you don't really don't get to like I guess enjoy it as much as you really want to. But mm. in, in kind of looking back on it, you know, we really had a had a fun time because you know me and my big bro, we was literally just driving. I mean, any it'd be it didn't matter what time of night. You know, I'll be I'll get done with class on Wednesday. I'll drive to Chicago, or you know, if I if I you know I'll be training in Chicago until. Eight o'clock at night, and I gotta drive to South Bend to get to class the next morning. And it's like three feet of snow out, and then we just we trucking through the snow to get back to class on time. Uh-huh. Like it was, it was just a, I mean, it was definitely a fun experience, man. It was just, uh, I mean, something I would definitely you know tell, you know, guys who are coming out. I mean, guy guys are getting ready to go through it. So just just enjoy it, cause it's, you know it's a time you're not gonna get back. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's a stressful time, you know, but it, but you also you gotta you gotta enjoy it because you know it's, it's time you definitely gotta get back and, and you get to meet a lot of new people and it's about, about interesting people. So it's a it's a cool time and and you're, you're just happy to be happy to be where I'm at right now. Sure. Yeah, I love that man. It's a just a humble guy, man. I mean, that's uh, Justin, and you always keep a positive outlook. I mean, you even talk about setbacks. I mean, I know you went through some injuries and, you know, staying healthy and everything else. And, you know, those things are all common things that a lot of guys go through, especially when you're in the NFL. I mean, there's just injury, it's injury central uh, in that sport. Um, and some that every guy's going to have to expect it at some point, you don't know when the time's going to come, but it's going to happen. And uh, it's about knowing of how you're going to bounce out of it, which 
you've done a killer job with bouncing out of something like that because sometimes people just end up throwing in the towel at that point. So. Oh yeah, man. I never quit, man. It's just like a kind of my mentality. I think it's funny because uh, some I ever on the football field I actually quit, and then I uh, my, my dad made me come back out. And so never again. I so I never quit again. And so you know, from then from then on, you know, I, everything has been you know has been about resilience. You guys just gotta be resilient. You gotta be able to be able to bounce back. Uh, you know, life man, is definitely not easy. It's like never on, never on. So you, so it's always gonna throw you curveballs. You just gotta be ready for them. You might not hit all of them, but hey, you gotta keep your eye on them and keep working. Yeah. And what do you do? Uh, everybody has their different ways of coping with things like this. Um, whether it's go to the gym and train harder, or you know, be able to you know go out and do something with their family or or something like that. But uh, what's your ways of like coping with uh, when you feel like overwhelmed, unfocused, or you lose your focus, or you deal with an injury or like, what do you do to kind of bounce back? Um, like, is there like a certain regime that you have or a form of meditation? Uh, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I really have like a routine. Or anything. I'm just working out, you know, getting back in the gym, you know, getting my, especially, you know, after some, you know, after, after having a setback, you know, that's probably the number one thing. I mean, too, for me, you know, mentally wise, I think, you know, just playing, like going home and just playing a video game. You know, just kind of mentally sit, stepping back and just chilling for a little bit, because you know you got a lot of you got a lot of stress going on in your mind a lot, and just being able to, you know, uh, I mean for me, I know, playing playing the video game is just I don't have to, I'm not thinking about anything else but just playing the game. You know, I'm just relaxed, my mind's on that, and you know I so I, I have fun doing that. So I mean that's just for me. So I don't know how other people do it, but coping wise, me, especially mental wise, like video games is big for me. Yeah. And I I think about this because it seems like every every guy that's either in the MLB, NFL, NBA, so forth, uh, video games has been the thing. And as people on the outside, yeah. they're li- listening or whatever, they're like, oh, geez, video games. Uh, they're probably not. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, well, I, mean, I haven't played a video game for a long time, man. I'm, I, right. I play like some, you know, some 2K. And I'm like, wow, I can see why these guys are doing it. Because, I mean, you forget about the world around you, and it's like a good – I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, like now it's, it's, it's really – I mean, literally it's like it's real life now. I mean, they got like the little VR stuff that you can literally, you know, you can be it's almost like real life. So, I mean, at this point, it's like, you know, people almost live in a video game. Yeah. And it's your own – I mean, really it comes down to your own preference. I mean, people – you know, I yeah. know video games have a bad rap on it, but, I mean, when you're – playing in a professional sport, whatever. I mean, you got to give credit when it's due to even be at that, that level. And then on top of it, if they want to choose right. to play video games instead of anything else, it's better than yeah. going out clubbing and getting yourself into trouble and, and ruining your career. So, I mean, I guess video games is like the right. net, you know, the best thing. So, <laughs> right. No, that's awesome, man. Uh, what is your, like for training, dieting stuff, like what's your regime normally, uh, you know, while you're like in, like, cause I know like within the major league baseball, I mean, those guys have like their, their, you know, their key things that they do, but uh, what do you do yeah. when you're on the season uh, normally and then when you're off the season? Um, you know, so I mean, in season, you know, it, of course, the training is not going to be, you know, as much. I still, I still, I got my own personal trainer that I work out with. And so, you know, we usually, so during the season, we try to go, uh, I mean, I'll probably say three, four times a week working out wise, just us lifting and just doing doing agility work and stuff like that just trying to stay sharp and trying to stay just a, just ahead of the game just 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 you know just staying ahead of the game and then when off season comes it's, you know we get one day off one well basically weekends off so one, basically just one day off for the week so it's just you know just going at it every and every day is kind of a different you know we legs we kind of alternate legs arms upper body lower body kind of every day and then kind of sprinkle in Early in all season, it's kind of you know mostly just lifting, uh, kind of you know building armor, the coat of armor. Then kind of once you get a little bit later on in all season, you'll start start getting on the field a little bit more, uh, doing football related drills or whatever 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 that is entails. So we uh then we start doing that. And once once we start doing that, it's kind of split, kind of four three in between both where we're lifting and running between the two. So it, you know it kind of gets uh. Kind of have a routine with it. Then, as far as the nutrition wise, we 
I have a kind of a have a meal plan that I, I, I kind of I follow every week. Uh, try not to deviate too much. You know, I'll eat out. I, like I mean, I, I, I love eating out, but you know, hmm. I, I try to do maybe. I, I try to limit myself to maybe once or twice a week. Uh, I'm a big wings guy, so I look. I can I'll crush wings stop a lot. Um, so you know, I, so, so really, it's a uh, so the meal plan is big because my weight uh, kind of goes up and down a lot. So the yeah so the meal plan then eating out same and then working out yep that's that's about it you know yeah um do you do you see like a was there a big spike in between like your training or did it say did everything really stay the same between uh, dieting and training from when you were in college to then when you went into the NFL uh. It was a, it was definitely, it's a business, it's a difference for sure, because, because, I mean, because in college, in college, the, you know, the, the, I guess the responsibility isn't on you as much, you know, to take care of, I mean, you, the, you know, the responsibility, I mean, it is your responsibility to take care of your body, but you just don't know, you know, and you really don't, you don't know what you don't know, so, you know, in college, you know, they, they have, you know, they have, you know, the, the dining table and stuff that you can do and for food for you. They don't really have a lot of food, you know. And you know, also as far as working out, you know, they don't really they're not they're just doing enough to keep kinda keep you on the field, not like kinda, you know, get you better. So that's why so once you get kinda once you when you use the league, you kinda figure out that, you know, as far as you kinda figure out your plan and like what's best for your body. As far as lifting wise, because some guys, you know, some guys might not even lift a lot. They just do other stuff that they're, 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 it works for them. And so it's, it's kind of figuring out your plan and what's best for you. And then, you know, you'll, then you'll be able to kind of, you know, I mean, just keep getting better and, and eventually, you know, just achieve what, what you want to achieve. Yeah, I mean, it probably takes a big, big change when you – I mean, just changing everything. I mean, not even just like financial stuff or demand on, you know, the athlete within you make that change. But I mean, I look at, I was looking at like, just like some of the, my friends that were, you know, and that went to Florida state, played football there or somewhere else. And, you know, their diet, I'm like, what are these guys, why are these guys eating Chick-fil-A all the time? I'm like, what the heck is it with this? I'm like, is, is this part of their, like their diet or something? They, these coaches like, I'm like starting to question it. I'm like, I know like with genetics, obviously it's like, you know, with, you, myself, everybody else. I mean, it, obviously, it's an ethnicity thing, obviously. But when it comes down to it, it's like it doesn't matter what you eat; just about you know gaining weight. But that's got to obviously make you know if you actually ate right and went to a, a solid meal meal plan of, of some sort, to where it's like it's get, getting you what you need. I think that's really the the biggest thing when it comes down to it of an athlete, even if you're genetically built. I mean, it, I think it still matters about what you put in your body. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's. Huge, huge. Um, even uh, I always ask this on some of the podcasts, but you know, something that's not rated R wise. But um, what's your funniest or craziest story uh, within your career? Funniest, craziest story within my career. Oof. Let's see. Um, I don't know, I always, I always like telling the story when I, my first, I guess my first like big, when I, when my first. First hit, um, first hit I really took in the NFL, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, you know, it was a, a Cam Chancellor. Uh, not, many people would know who that is, but uh, you know, big, six four, two hundred and forty pound safety. Uh, and I was, you know, I was running in practice. Uh, I was kind of, you know, running around, kind of, kind of lacked the day school a little bit. Wasn't running with a, a, a lot of intent. And Cam comes down here and just smacks me like, and it, and it doesn't even seem like he really tried to hit me that hard, but I mean I feel like every piece of the hit like, and he just like I, I think I fly like two three yards back like man he just he he, he smacked me I'm like dang and he's like welcome to the NFL because it was he hit me. Oh, <laughs> so, <geez. laughs> I guess that's probably <laughs> that probably be the crazy story. Yeah. And that's like right when is that was that that was just like right when you came in. Uh, so it was. I mean, it was like when camp started. We uh, 
I mean, it's probably it might it might have been the first day of pads, honestly. You know, he I, I, I was ran, I had a run, I kind of I kind of broke. I mean, it was a pretty good run. I kind of broke out like past the line a little bit, got to the secondary, and I kind of you know made I I don't I didn't really juke and I I didn't I kind of made a move on him, didn't really work, and he just smacked me. I was like, oh man, oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when I knew I was like, yeah, I need to hit this weight room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, yep, welcome to the big league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there like a, because um, um, I know like within like college and stuff too, when you're like a rookie, is there like some tough love type stuff when you're a rookie on a, on a team than uh, like just coming in? So, see, like, uh, so I've heard stories of other teams having it pretty bad, but in Seattle it's pretty easy. I mean, the, the vets don't get a lot of the vets don't do it. They're not like they're not very, you know, I guess uh, like into the whole like rookie initiation stuff. Like <laughs> I, I know other teams are, but you know, like we, it's pretty easy out in Seattle for rookies. But um, you know, for me, I just had to carry. I had to carry, you know, helmets in, carry the pads in, um, and that's really it. I mean, there was. I might I think I might have had. To, I think I might have had to sing the fights. My sing Notre Dame fight song in front of the special teams one time, but that was it. Like, like that, that, that's probably the most. Like the most we'll have is like maybe like a dance hall or something. Like that's really. But I know some teams have like talent shows and. The rookies got to do this. The rookies do got to buy us food for when we go go on away games, though. So, yeah, they got to bring talent the food shows. to the. Yeah, some teams have talent shows where the rookies got to. I don't know whatever they do, but <laughs> you know, we just we just have a we just make our rookies buy us food for the away games for when we <laughs> get on the plane. <laughs> That's funny. It's like it's almost like a like it's on fraternity. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I mean, it really, I mean. The NFL kind of is like just a big fraternity, you know, even I mean, some guys, of course, you know, not everybody gets along, but, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, everybody's kind of definitely a brotherhood where you kind of, you know, you can always kind of, you know, you, you see a guy who's played in the league, you always kind of know, you know, he's kind of, y'all, y'all got something to relate to, got something in common. So you always kind of got to know, know, you know that you got your back at some point. So for sure. Yeah. So you guys have like your own type of, groups or whatever i mean you look at different positions of like the on the o and on the d of of like in special teams is there like certain like groups of people that just kind of like their own groupie types like throughout the, the team or is that kind of how it works or uh i mean honestly not i mean it uh it, it, it can be like that um on, on my team this year it, it's actually it, it's been like that when because my first guy here was kind of clicky, and it was a you know it was a lot of vets, it was a lot of older guys who kind of, you know they had they, they had proven themselves, and then it was kind of it was like it, it was kind of a mix of the things, it was, it was, you know, a group of guys who had proven themselves, older, you know, vet guys, and they were kind of the younger guys who were you know still trying to prove themselves, and so you know some team, I mean, it, it definitely can get clicky at times. But you know, and this year on this the team this year, this year you know it's been no, I mean it hasn't been any of that. You know, everybody's kind of as one. And I mean, I, I mean, I think that's probably the best way to have it. You know, it's everybody the the kind of the mentality and the, the feel of everybody is, is is like great. Yeah, I mean, I know synergy within a team is honestly the best, and I I think that when people can be less clicky and, and more together. Um, that's really where, what it's about, man. I mean, I think that that's what kind of helps some of the best teams uh, prevail. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, to be the yeah. best is you got to kind of unite everybody together. I know obviously you probably know those certain individuals that, you know, are keeping themselves and, you know, there's, there are egos amongst every sport. So the thing is, is like, I've, I've always said this of, you know, people are like, well, why, why do you even want to, you know, be friends with somebody that's you know professional sport or aren't they just egotistic and all about themselves I'm like well I'm sure there are people like that I mean I, I guarantee it I mean the thing is I've met guys that that are but it's just like for me is I don't I don't look at I don't glamorize over people I don't really you know I'm not a fan you know like one of those little fans those like you know junkies it's really just having respect right. for the person that they are and I think that 
you know, there's guys like that in any sport. You can find them. I mean, you're one of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just as that, you know, I think there's just a one label that 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 is put on everybody. But I, I think that guys that come from humble beginnings that just wasn't handed, you know, the silver spoon and, you know, they happen to get, you know, fortunate enough to where they didn't get all the worst injuries and, and things happen to them. I feel like the guys that went through pain uh, are in yeah. turn, they, they honestly come out of it being like one of the best people, honestly, and one of the best uh, teammates to add to that. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, just the adversity. I mean, adversity just, you know, really builds character. I mean, I, and, you know, you really got to go through something to get through something because, um, you know, a lot of guys, you know, you see, you see a lot of guys who, I mean, especially, I mean, you see a lot of, in high school kids too, you know, and they come out of, they come out of high school and they're, you know, they're like really highly ranked or something or this or that. And, you know, their whole life, somebody's been telling them, you know, you're, you're this and you're that, you're so great, you're so that. But then they, you know, they hit the college level and, you know, things change, you know, there's a lot more competition, you know, uh, just as far as, you know, I mean, just every, I mean, there's a lot more competition, you know, and you might, I mean, you might still be that, that dude or whatever, but, you know, there's, there's, there's all, you know, adversity hits and you see a lot of guys fold from that. And I mean, it's sad because, you know, you, you see the potential, but they just, you know, they, they, they kind of get that, they kind of been like silver spoon fed, like, you know, you're this great athlete and, you know, you're going to go to, you're going to be this and you're going to make all this money. And then once, you know, a little adversity hits, you see them fold because, you know, they, that's all they know. And, you know, I mean, if you see, and of course you see guys bounce back and, you know, figure it out, but you, and you also see, you know, five-star guys who come in and are supposed to be these, the next big thing and you know I'd never hear from them again just because they hit some adversity you know you know they just kind of fold so I mean I think you know definitely you know going through adversity has really really built built a lot of character in me uh built a lot of character in my family you know we've been through a lot uh it's built it's made us a lot closer I think you know there's conversations that we have now that we really couldn't have had before just because of everything we've been through and you know I think we kind of as a family and as a a group, a team, we uh, we we are like a lot smarter and just a lot more savvy as far as just business wise. And you, I mean, you just see a lot from the very adversity you go through. And you just kind of understand a lot more. So it's a, I mean, it's a good and bad thing. Yeah, and you you talking about um, high school five star athletes coming out. I mean, it's just there. I remember watching this uh, whatever that. Um, show is on Netflix with you know they have all those top high school uh, football kids coming out and you know they're gonna get go to the you know D1 and you know they're, they're just completely I mean you look at their sportsmanship some of these guys are just like wow I mean I'm just like I don't I don't know how somebody could be that that to have that inflated of an ego then I'm just like okay that it's just as, there's rude awakenings and everybody hits that I mean I get that ego gets you far in in whatever but it is it, there's no longevity with ego really there's not because the thing is, like you yeah. know that you're not just representing and, and being a role model to young kids and young aspiring athletes when you're playing in the NFL but you're also when you're off the field you also have to be that good person because you have to be a people's person and the thing is is that by not being that person nobody wants to be around you and so by already being on top of your game and not you know getting served that silver spoon and having good people around you uh you know you might be you could be playing for a long time or you could be like, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, retire. I'm going to be out of it. And then now guess what? You know how much opportunity you're going to have outside of the sport. It's going to be endless right. just because you're a good person. Right. And I think a lot of guys don't really kind of get that. And they just kind of, they're just kind of looking at, you know, they're just kind of looking at, you know, right now and you know, the, their football careers. I mean, and of course, I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to focus on, you know, with you know your, your career and everything but you also just don't want to you don't want your your mind to get you know to a place where you're you know you just kind of I don't know what I'm trying to say but you know you do you don't want to you, you don't want to get to a place where you, you don't think you, you're you don't you think you're invincible and I think some guys believe that and then and then once some like adversity hits and they have a hard time kind of overcoming it yeah yeah and that's uh big man especially I, I think that another key point you hit on was just like I mean with family and everything else it's all about your roots and it's about kind of keep you 
grounded in who you are. And the last thing you want is to, you know, have people say you changed. And, and when they say that you changed, it wasn't for the good. Right. I mean, that's the key thing, man. I mean, that's just to stay who you are and not let something be, you know, your, your identity. And I think that that's the people that win in life. And that's in life. It's not even just talking about your sport. It's just about being you. It's like, I mean, you're already a winner when you stay who you are. And I said this when I was, uh, you know, when I, when I watched you against the Cardinals and you had me come out um, and you scored that touchdown, which I think I was good luck on that one. So I'm just going to do a little wink there. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was badass though, man. I was like, I was, and I'm just going to say this while everybody's listening to you. Cause I was, I'm, I'm in Arizona. Okay. And, and CJ comes down and he's playing against Cardinals, whatever. And, and, uh, he had me come out and, uh, I'm, I go up and I'm, everybody else is like Cardinals fans, you know, all these people I'm around, I'm not a Cardinals fan whatsoever. So, uh, you know, I'm standing there and all these guys are just like, you know, just, you know, boo Seahawks, whatever. And, and CJ then scores right in front of me. And then I'm just like completely just like fist pumping and about almost knocked out a dude because I, I like swung my arm and, it, you know, this guy's close. He's a Cardinals fan. Everybody's just staring at me. They're just in disgust. And I'm like, yep, that's my boy right there. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. But that's exactly what I was saying is, you know, after the game is just like, you know, you stay in you, man. I mean, that's that's as much as you think that it's going to help you right now. Yeah, you couldn't even put it into words and even see, of, you know, the blessings that are going to come, come your way um, later on in life. Oh, yeah. Always, always treat people with respect, man. That's, that's, that's kind of how I how I approach my life is always treat people with respect and be happy, man. That's it. Yeah, and that's mad respect to you. Um, and this is another thing, too, is when you're on the level that you're at, and it's interesting to hear of what other people do when, you know, in other mainstream sports, but um, how do you cope uh, with negativity uh, within the media world and what do you do? Cause I know obviously there's a lot of negativity out there and whether you have a great game, everybody's like, you know, Oh yeah, that's, you know, he's doing awesome. He's going to be the next best, you know, thing. And then you do, you know, you, you, something ends up happening. Something doesn't go your way. You have a bad game and then everybody ends up just totally knocking it and it goes into total reversal. So what, what would you, what do you do and what's your advice to other athletes? And it doesn't even have to be related to any sport on any level uh, when you're the guy that's out there. Uh, what do you normally do to cope with that? Uh, I mean, I I would just say just, you know, for me, I just always try to keep it very, you know, short and simple with the media. I don't, I don't like to say a lot. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I just don't really like to say a lot to the media. I try to just kind of keep it. I mean, everybody's different. Some people like, you know, like to be in the middle, like to be the center of attention, like to be in the spotlight. I don't. So for me, I just like to kind of, say what I need to say and then get out of, and then get off the camera basically. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, that's, and that's, if the, I mean, that's good and bad. I mean, if I have a bad game, you know, I like to, you know, take some time, you know, think about what I want to say and then, you know, say what I got to say and, and get off the camera. Basically. I don't want to say anything more than I have to uh, just answer the question and kind of move on. I try not to make it. I try to make it as little, uh, I guess, as uh, put as put little emotion in it as, as I can. Yeah, and that's that's honestly, some guys don't. Some guys don't know how to deal with it, man. I mean, that's the thing is, is that yeah. it gets in it gets in their head, and that's the part where knowing of how to. I mean, some guys are better than others. I mean, then others like to be able to have the media come at them, and they they love the attention, and that's the part where I kind of shake my head because I'm like, well. well why is this guy trying to get attention right now? I mean, that, I feel like that just kind of just brings more eyes on you and it, you know, they're, they're just waiting for, you know, a mistake to happen. It's just as like the less that you were focused on, you know, the media and everything else, why don't you just focus on the sport and doing the best you possibly can. I, I feel like there's a lot of focus that gets away from that. You know, it gets into social media, it gets out into the media and, and, and all the different platforms that people care more about that and getting attention than they do actually playing their sport. And you see that a lot. And, and it's just like, just confuses me half the time. Cause I'm just like, wow, okay, you got this opportunity to do this and you're not even focusing on, you know, something that most people would kill to just be able to replace that, like to be in your shoes. So, yeah, I mean, 
I think, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, everybody's different, you know. People, you know, people kind of, I guess, put. I mean, and, you know, these days, I guess, you know, so many, it's so much with social media and, you know, memes and all just so much. Everybody's on Twitter, Instagram. Everybody wants, you know, to be on, you know, get followers and this and that. So social media is such a big thing. But for me, it's just like I'm not even a big social media like guy anyway, like that anyway. So it's just for me. When it's time for the interviews and whatever, I'm just trying to keep it as simple as possible. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. And you've been in the media a little bit just for doing uh, some of the, the charity stuff. And it's been pretty cool to see you do a lot of that, man. I mean, that's that's cool. I've, I've been loving everything I've been seeing. Oh, yeah, that's been dope, man. I was, that's probably, I mean, that's the best part of my of my job. I mean, uh, the, the chance I get to, you know, give back and, uh, you know, just kind of, and, and for me, you know, I, I love I love the chance to kind of empower kids, uh, and so that, that that's always been my focus. So um, any chance I get, you know, I can go help out with the kids, uh, camps, whatever. I, I mean, I love it, and it's just to me, it's that's, that's the best. It, that brings joy to my my face and just to my heart, and that's 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 what I love to do. Yeah, I mean that's that's something where you're you're using your. Uh, your you know your figure and and you know who you are and you know level that you're at uh for the good and that's pretty cool to see you know do you just you know being there for the kids and you know actually wanting to do it not just because you have to um I think that you know some people have their own reasons of why they do it but I think that it's just it's just cool when you can see you out there actually you know making an impact on on the communities and stuff like that because you know the uh, this world needs more guys like you and I say this to uh, a lot of other key guys but I mean it just it comes down to of like there's so much for you to be able to give and you know it doesn't have to be in a materialistic way it's just a matter of just being there to inspire young kids and uh to be able to change their life and to be there because some kids don't have that you know some kids don't you know don't have people around that you know you know they could be able just to be there just to where they can just like get to you know see you shake your hand and you know be around you so that's pretty cool man oh yeah I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I get get to do that. Whatever, wherever I can, whenever I can. That's 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 what I love to do. So yeah, it, uh, as much as I can. Yeah. Um. So kind of a closing to the podcast, brother. Um. What's your advice? Um. I know you touched this a little bit in the beginning, but what's your overall advice to young, inspiring athletes uh, that want to reach? The, high, the highest level in their sport. And it doesn't have to be just be the NFL, but just overall. Cause I mean, it takes the same type of mentality. There's things that, you know, you might, you might know that you had to do uh, to be able to keep your mind right. Your, your, just your physical sense, your spiritual sense and everything else to, to where you can reach the next level. And so what's, what would be your advice to uh, these guys? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I would say, um, I think the probably the thing that, I think that got me the furthest is just, uh, kind of keep an open mind, you know, just not kind of settling down on, you know, not saying I want to just do this or just do that. You know, I feel like, you know, as an athlete, you can be so much more than, you know, than, than just, you know, of course you can be so much more than just an athlete. And then I feel like even in your sport, you can be so much more than a lot of, like a lot of guys can be so much more than what they are, but they just kind of at a young age or maybe like the younger age coach is like, yeah, this is your position. So you have to stay there or do this, but you know, I mean, you don't have to, you just, you just be the best, whatever sport you play, be the best baseball player, be the best football player. It doesn't matter what position or, you know, what a coach tell you, whatever, you know, whatever, just, you know, you believe it, just believe in yourself. Uh, trust, trust your process, trust the process that, you know, that your dreams are going to come true and, you know, don't, let anything, whatever comes in between, just don't let it stop you. You know, don't ever quit and and just keep and keep working. And then and you just you keep working until you you can't really and until somebody says you're not you can't play this no more. So that's that that's that's what I that's kind of the mentality I kind of follow. You know, just I'm always keep going until they tell me I can't. So uh, and that's that's kind of a you know that if I if, if I'm giving advice to anybody, I'm gonna tell them you know. Cause that's what got me where I am today, and I'm I'm gonna keep working. I'm not anywhere close to where I want to be, and even even when I get there, I don't, I don't think I'll ever stop. So, uh, and that's my advice for them. Yeah, and that's uh right there. As whoever's listening, 
if any of your guy you're going to take some advice from, it would be this guy. Cause I mean, I honestly, it's, it's a, uh, you know, there's a lot of good people to, to model off of, but for a guy to go through adversity like yourself, CJ, and um, to just stay humble and to stay who you are and to just keep trucking. And, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's naysayers out there and there's people that are behind you. And the thing is, it's like, you don't carry them. I and you're just focused on, you know, you and focused on what you can, can, can control and, you know, do the most you can. And the thing is, it's like, that's, that's admirable. And, uh, you're not just a, a great athlete. I mean, you're, you're a, a true brother and a, and a great friend to me and just a great person overall, dude. And that's the thing is, is where, you know, there's, it'll be, be cool just to see where life takes you. Um, cause I mean, I, I just know that there's much more, I said this before, much more blessings to come for you. And, you know, it really, honestly, sometimes it makes me a, you know, a little bit, uh, it made me a little bit emotional, just like, not like crying, but just like, just where it just was like, it made me my heart happy. Cause I was like, I feel like I've, I've known you for like 10 plus years and I've only, I haven't even known you for, I mean, maybe just almost about a year, but it just is like, it just feels like you're just, you're just a true brother to me. And, uh, you know, you're a, a, a true mo role model to a lot of people that, you know, could be listening right now that could start following you and to start following your journey and everything else. And, uh, you know, dude, you got, lots of good things in the future for yourself. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you having me on, taking the time to talk to me. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if people don't already follow you, man, uh, where can they find you on social media? Uh, so, I mean, my IG, my Instagram is, let me see, what is it? CJ Procise, Procisely, P-R-O-S-I-S-E-L-Y underscore 22. And my Twitter, what is my, I mean, my Twitter is the same thing, so precisely underscore twenty two. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Sweet. Um, so if all those guys are listening, go follow him. Um, he's got a lot of great things in the future for himself, and you know, I got I got high hopes, man. And so I appreciate you taking the time coming on the podcast. Means a lot. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you. No problem. Yeah. And just even to close it to you is uh, your boy Amir is coming this weekend. So I'll uh, be sending you some little self, some selfie pics from me and Amir this weekend too. So we're going to cheers to that one, brother. <laughs> oh, for sure. So that'd be dope. Yeah. So right. we'll, uh, we'll right, talk bro, soon, brother. I appreciate you having me on, man. Yep. Anytime, brother. We'll talk soon. All right. All right. Take it easy. Yep. You too. Thank you, everyone, for listening to The Lost Trip Show. If you enjoyed listening, go subscribe to my channel so you can stay updated on our new shows that will drop every week. We look forward to bringing much more successful professionals on the show to get to know their story and bring inspiration and the key tools you can develop for yourself to crush your goals and level up in your lives.